0: Bienvenido. If you are able, please share this show with a friend. Leave us a nice review on the podcast player of your choice. Or, if you'd like to support us financially, sign up for the companion podcast, The St. Nicholas Project, on Gum Road. All these things really help us out. Namaste.
1: The mystical American Patriots Society is transmitting to you from beneath 4 million cubic feet of solid granite in the burning heart of the Yellowstone caldera.
2: This is a variety program for normal sandwich-eating Americans with some concerns about living in a deranged, post-Christian technocracy. So, keep your third eye on the sky and your ear to the ground, as sumo and smokestack connect
1: your main brain vein to a higher plane. Are you ready? Stand by.
0: We're Because I got something I gotta admit I met a man out in the sticks Of a good old miss He drove a Series 10 Cadillac Wore a cigar on his lip Don't you know the devil Wears a suit and tie So I'm driving down the interstate in early July White as a cotton field and sharp as a knife From Alan as it passed me by And he said, I know you, I know you, young man I know you by the state of your hands You're a six-string picker Just like I, I am Let me show you a few turns I know make all the girls dance Don't you know the devil wears a suit and tie Saw him driving down the interstate in early July Wider has a cotton field and sharp as a knife Heard him howling as it passed me by
2: Mr. Simpson, please cover your ears while I say the secret access word. Cheese! Good morning, Agent Johnson. The film you're about to see is top secret and contains adult situations. In 1945, the people of Europe struggled to rebuild following the war.
0: <laughs> you
2: Shut up, Simpson. To ease this crisis, President Truman promised relief. American tax dollars will help our allies who fought so poorly and surrendered so readily.
1: To make good on this drunken post, Truman authorized the one-time printing of the largest denomination currency ever, a trillion-dollar bill.
2: Ooh, a trillion-dollar
1: bill. That's a spicy meatball. The man chosen to deliver this precious cargo to Europe was about his wealthiest and therefore most trustworthy citizen,
0: Sir Montgomery Burns. Unfortunately, the money never arrived. Well, this is a kick in the knickers. Should we complain to somebody? No. I say we just act snooty to Americans forever. I agree. This film will self-destruct, if not properly stored. Good morning. Good morning. Trillion dollar bill. Trillion dollar coin, everybody. It's happening. We're going to print a trillion. The Simpsons predicted it. Yep. Like they predicted so much. Like they predicted the Trump presidency. Covid, um, I think iPhones at one point. Uh, everything, everything, the trillion dollar coin. We're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're going about <clears throat> number six six six. What it's about? Where it comes from? and but first, first, good morning. Good morning. First, we have to say goodbye to Sphere, Sphere Ridge. How are you doing today?
1: Who's Who's Sphere Ridge?
0: Virage is one of my favorite uh, online personalities. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, SV uh, the number three R I G E. Okay, that's his name, and he's going away, um, and it makes me sad. He said he did his last post. Oh, um, he's been on for over a decade. Wow, it's quite a run. I think maybe he's being sued or something for something he said on YouTube. Probably. Uh, He started off life as a simple vegan YouTuber, you know, with like yoga and stuff, Uh but slowly evolved into such things uh, as eating a two-year-old raw egg.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, You've sent me his stuff before. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Eating raw beef liver at a vegan festival. Claiming there are no trees. Uh, In all seriousness. Eating uh, one-year rotten meat out of a jar. Mm. Uh, How to Fight Naturally by Following Your Instincts in Which He and Another Shirtless German Jump Around in Jorts As If They Are Fighting Flamingos. (laughs) Um, A Full Day of Drinking Blood was a good one he had. Uh, He had one show where he advised you to stare directly into the sun at noon. Mm. Um, He had one titled The Human Apex Predator Versus the Mentally Disabled. (laughs) And... uh, it was all content like that from the seed of veganism yeah. through this beautiful, flourishing tree with all these fruits. Just, you know, you'll know them by their fruits. And his fruits were so delicious. To partake of that, I cannot. He, he said something on his last show. Uh, I will quote it here. He said, because uh, I wrote it down. A demon kidnapped and enslaved my child, essentially, pretty much nine months ago, almost. Who knows what abuse he's going through and what's happening? Nobody knows because nobody's seen him ever since. It's this and also she could never make a video because of her narcissism. That's the only way I can explain it and admit to everything she's already admitted to me that she's done to me. I'm not even asking for an apology because I understand she doesn't have any feelings. But just a video. I think he's going through something. Sounds like he's going through a relationship problem.
1: Yeah, I I think so.
0: Uh, But I, I feel I don't know where I'm gonna go to get that level of schizophrenia in my life anymore.
1: Mm.
0: Because like he would look at the mesas in Arizona, you know those big yeah towers, and he'd be like, "Those are those are petrified tree trunks." And then he'd have a whole exegesis about why, and it was like, "Wow, this guy's really um." Well, he was. I was gonna say he's off the reservation, but I think at the time he was actually physically on a reservation, so it didn't make sense <laughs> to say that. But I'm I'm gonna miss him a lot, and I hope it, whatever endeavors he goes on to next, he's great. Um, yeah, just it's a sad day. To Best of Sphere.
1: luck, Sviatch.
0: Sve- how have you been? Everything good?
1: Yeah, I'm doing real good.
0: No, nothing more detailed than that. Yeah, I'm doing
1: it. No, hmm. you know it's been a very regular week.
0: That's good. You know,
1: I'm still I'm still battling with the everything shortage. I do I do battle with that every day.
0: Yeah, your industry is particularly affected by the everything shortage, is it not?
1: It, it is. It is. I can't. I can't buy. Any, I'm going to great lengths and doing some things I'm not proud of to get chemicals right now.
0: I like prostitution.
1: Well, n- no, not quite that, but. You know, other things I'm not proud yeah.
0: of. Well, yesterday I had a huge trouble finding a six by six piece of lumber, six, a six by six, which is a big piece. Yeah, granted, yeah, it's a honker. But usually they used to have them,
1: mm-hmm. and they'd
0: have them in various lengths, you know. And um, I'm doing this out of a Kia Soul, right? Carrying this piece of wood,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I really, I really just needed an eight foot piece which is the smallest they come didn't have them they were like we don't have a 10 either because a 10 maybe i could have used and like kept the hatch open
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and they didn't have a 12 but the lady was like we have five six by six by 20s whoa and i said that's um a lot and i was like okay but can, can you cut them in half and they're like no we don't do that what do like, they? Since when does Home Depot not cut? Lumber? Lame. Since when did they, they, And they had the machine right in front of me, like the the cutting thing. I was like, it's right there. They cut them for my it's wife. Like, yeah. Maybe you she just need it. Like, to- yeah, I know. But the guys that cut them, they don't work here anymore or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so you, I guess you got to be you, uh, Home Depot certified on the cutting machine or something.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: So to avoid like cutting your fingers off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. My biggest problem with Home Depot is that they close to like put something on the shelf. They close off the whole aisle.
1: Yeah, and you got to stand there like a child. And it's
0: always the one thing that you need. You came to get. Yeah, they do that every time. It's and it's some like large employee. Well, they
1: don't want to run and over a child with the forklift.
0: I mean, I understand the point, but can't they do that like after, like before the store opens, or after maybe? Because they're not like Walmart; they're not open twenty four seven, right? Right. Like Walmart stays open, and so if you go to Walmart at two in the morning to get ingredients for a cake, it makes sense that there are people restocking the shelves because so they have to at some point. Mm-hmm. But Home Depot closes, right, and opens, and so they could have a, have a rotation of people that just do that in the morning or in the after or in the evening.
1: Pull it together, but Home no. Depot.
0: Yeah. They're they're awful. And don't get me started on Lowe's. Yeah. It's so much worse than Home Depot. And I'm not spo- we're not sponsored by Home Depot or Lowe's. Everyone knows this. But it's so much worse it's it's incredible. But anyway, uh yes, yeah, so you had a regular week?
1: Yes, I did.
0: That's good. That's good. You know, regular weeks are like the the background rhythm of life. Mm-hmm. And then you build the melody on top of it. That's right you know the monday tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday one is... anyway yeah we're printing a tr- we may print a trillion dollar platinum coin they they threatened
1: to anyway because, i think McConnell because uh, the, has averted this
0: because the well i for now for now they also threatened this in 2013 mhm and they threatened this uh i believe in like 99 or something silly
1: I didn't know that this had been threatened before. I thought this was a new oh, yeah. idea. Oh
0: no, no, no! It's been it's been bandied about because I wanted to discuss it because it's so stupid, and it I may get some of the details wrong because it is confusing because it's all it's all made up nonsense, mm-hmm. right? That has no bearing in reality, and therefore there's no like logic train to follow. Yeah, like if you're doing a physics problem, if you go along, eventually you get an answer that doesn't make sense. And then you say, "Oh, right, that's because I did my math wrong here." So you go back and it's like, uh, you know, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you then you continue on. But with monetary policy, getting an answer that doesn't make sense is not an indication that you got the details wrong.
1: Same in epidemiology, apparently.
0: It's same. It's the same in every. That's how you know things are not real sciences versus real sciences. Good point. Uh, because if you if you can't tell the difference between a nonsense answer and a and a real answer then uh, that means that your your field of study is garbage. But, so I may get some of these details wrong. But here's the basic idea. So at some point, uh, so the, the United States of America, the government, buys things. Yes? Do you agree?
1: Uh, yes, I agree they buy things.
0: Th- they buy things. Now to do that, they have a budget. And the budget is passed by... Congress, and -hmm. then signed by the president. Correct. And the budget says, okay, U.S. Department of Treasury, you are supposed to buy, this budget says you're supposed to buy 70 billion tanks and a bunch of iPhones and some aborted fetal matter and uh, some vaccines, some oil and some windmills so we can pretend we didn't buy the oil, right? That's how that works. And so, uh, but to do that, you have to have money, right? Right. Where do they get their money? Well, one is taxes, but that doesn't cover all the things they want to buy. They never have enough in taxes to do it. So what they do instead is they do debt, which is why the debt of the United States goes up all the time. And they take debt from the Federal Reserve Central Bank, right? But... There's like a rule in place. So the Federal Reserve can print as much money as it wants to, but has to issue treasury bonds for every dollar. Like there has to be a treasury bond dollar for every dollar they print. Okay. Right? So you have to, in some sense, you're making a deal like, I'm printing this money now, but in the future, I will repay it. Right? Right. hmm And the U.S. – The U.S. bonds, which is where most of our debt is held and which most is held mostly by other foreign countries, largely China, is now this astronomical number. Like it's bigger than the numbers um, Neil deGrasse Tyson uses to describe how far away stars are. Yeah. By orders of magnitude. Right. (laughs) And this got and it's been that way for a while. And so what happened was. Uh, American citizens were like, this doesn't seem good. Our debt is $70 That seems bad. And they were like, yeah, but it's not really real, you know, and it's sort of a game that we're playing, and it's not. They were trying to explain this to the American citizen, but the American citizen who has a personal budget and a household budget and to whom debt is a problem could not be convinced that this debt was fake. Right. Right. And so they kept complaining about it. So, what they did was at some point they said, okay, we'll have a debt ceiling. And that means that's a compromise. We won't take on any more. We'll set a ceiling of debt. Like, this is the most we can take on this year, right? Now, that in itself is an inversion because everything is an inversion in the upside down world. Because debt isn't in the debt is like a hole more than it is a
1: ceiling. Oh, right. Should be a debt floor. Like
0: you get you get buried in a debt hole. You don't have a. You're not going up. So the debt ceiling was was is a is an imaginary cap on the debt that is actually an imaginary floor on a bottomless pit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how that. So you have this imaginary floor on the bottomless pit where they say we do no more, no more, right? We're not no more debt. This year, that's the max. But every year, the budget. So they set the debt ceiling, and then they also vote on and pass the budget. And every year, without fail, they pass a budget that is beyond their debt ceiling. Right? And well, then they actually they just vote to raise the debt ceiling.
1: They they actually pass a continuing resolution because they can't pass a budget.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, they're incapable. They're incapable, so they're like, yeah, yeah, well, it's a bit like, do you remember that uh, children's book series, Frog and Toad?
1: Uh, I love Frog and Toad.
0: Frog and Toad. There was one where they were trying to not eat so many cookies, because mm-hmm. they bake the c- cookies, and uh, Toad was like, uh, we need to stop eating cookies. Frog was like, yes, I will put the cookies in this box, and he closes it. Now we will not eat any cookies. Toad says, after like a pause, but we can open the box. And you're right. And they open the box anymore. That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's like when they put a debt ceiling on there, but they're the ones with the key to also open the debt ceiling. Yep. So it doesn't matter. Like it would have to be some other entity creating a debt ceiling that they would have to bargain with. Right. But you, you, you're just locking your own door. You're putting money in a chest, and say, or you're putting debt in a chest and saying no more and locking it, but you still have the key. And then when you get tempted to do more, you just unlock it and put more debt in there. And that's what they do. And they do this um, all the time, forever. And then, for political reasons, every now and then, they like to make a show of something. What it is, is not clear. Uh sometimes the Republicans seem to be making a show of we're the fiscally conservative ones. We're the adults in the room and we know that there's budgets limits to spending. Right? And so they like to they like to they like to they like to pass the continuing resolution quote slash budget and then say but we're not funding it. Which is what they do. Right. Uh for political points or the point may be just to make or t- t- to allow Democrats to feel self-righteous. I'm not sure what the point is. Like sometimes I think the Democrats ask the Republicans to play the bad guy so their base can feel self-righteous, and they, like I, I think it all—they're all just hand in hand. But that's what that's about. So, uh, like in 2013, uh, the Republicans were like. We're not raising the debt ceiling, unless which and if you don't raise the debt ceiling, the budget can't go up and the government "quote unquote" shuts down. Now, when the government shuts down, does anything bad happen? No. no. <laughs> the, the do do any laws stop being enforced? No. No. Do it? <laughs> do the wars stop happening? No. No. Do does nothing really happens except
1: they they do th- now they do this one really yeah. terrible thing happens they leave yes. the gates open at all the national parks and you can just go in for free mm-hmm. which is which is a horrible tragedy
0: it's a horrible tra- what yeah what happens is all of the low level government employees like national park rangers people that work at the VA
1: yeah they get furloughed
0: they get furloughed without pay for a while and that's all that that means and that's unfortunate for them but none of the but the government isn't in any real way shut down it's no, a, that's another fake thing. They always,
1: they always threaten though when these arguments come up that they're gonna, um, they're gonna have to cancel social security payments if we don't get this done. There's not gonna be social security payment next month, and yeah, and never as, is, as if there's, never there's not other things that they could stop spending money on first. Exactly, you know, it's a such a no, joke.
0: None of it is in any way real. So, uh, like in 2013, the Republicans were like, unless you. Unless you repeal Obamacare, we will not raise the debt ceiling, and they had this specter of shutting down the government, right. I think they did for a few weeks,
1: yeah, it was great,
0: it was great um and of course, Obama was kind of keen on Obamacare uh it was sort of his thing, and he didn't want to repeal it, so they were they talked about interesting solutions. To get around this problem. And they talked about this before. This has been a specter in the U.S. government. The, this is why the Simpsons did a bit about it. Trillion dollar bill. Because since the 1960s, I think since 67, this has been a legal possibility. Yeah. Um. Because what happened, and this is why they were like, this is why <laughs> they were like, it's not the, the trillion dollar budget isn't going to cost anything. Because it it wouldn't in this way, but this this is just because all the money it's all it's all silly made up games. It doesn't right. So so uh, there was a there was a law passed. I forget the number of the law, but basically in the '60s that said because all of the minting of of U.S. currency is done by the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. except. There was a bill in the 67, I think, definitely in the 60s, that said the Secretary of the Treasury may, at times he chooses, mint platinum coins of various denominations for special occasions. And it was intended to be like print minting of commemorative coins.
1: Okay. Right.
0: In platinum, right? like, uh, Like a George Floyd coin. Yeah. You know, would, like, well, would I would George Floyd buy. coin, and the other side it has Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. And then you, you would flip it at football games while everybody <laughs> kneeled. And that would be America. And everyone would sing America. But uh, that was the intended purpose. Um, however, the law was written very vaguely. and just was like, can, met, mint. And so there was no limit put on the denomination that one could put on there. So, this is why they always talk about a platinum coin. Because, like, what if you're in... So, if they won't raise the debt ceiling by the trillion dollars we need, right? If the evil Republicans won't raise the debt ceiling, why don't we just get the Treasury Department to mint a commemorative coin of $1 trillion? Yeah, man. Then, then... The debt ceiling they have now will work fine because we're a trillion short we'll mint a trillion dollar coin right and here's the here's the here's the here's the magic we we deposit it it's just a regular coin it says a trillion dollars on it we deposit it in the US treasury our balance sheet goes up by a trillion. And then we go through and it's fine. There's no need to raise the debt ceiling. Then next go around when the debt ceiling is inevitably raised, because it always will be. We use those debt bonds to purchase back the trillion dollar coin and then we melt it. And it's like it never happened.
1: Which Physical they would never, ever do. <laughs> huh?
0: They would never, ever actually do that. All right. They would ne- That last part would never happen. Right. Because they just, what would happen is they just print, uh, they just mint another trillion dollar coin. Right. And then another, and these have these trillion dollar, ten trillion dollar coins. But the, the the thing is, they've stopped, they haven't done that because yet. I sort of hope that they will, and I'm sort of confident they will eventually. They should just do it. Because it, that's just like the jump the shark moment. Just do know? it,
1: Treasury Secretary, I know you listen to the show.
0: Yeah. That's like, it's Fonzie on his jet skis jumping a great white shark.
1: Yeah. He he really doesn't even need permission to do it. He can do it anytime he wants.
0: And he can do it anytime he just wants. Just do it, bro. Make five. <laughs> so they haven't, they never crossed that line because that, that is a clear signal to the normie American that something is aloof, amiss. Mm-hmm. Something is rotten in Denmark if you just print a trillion dollar coin. And then put it like people, it's gonna be hard to hide, like right now it's so complex that most people will just assume it works out somehow. Even though it doesn't. Uh, but that is sort of like such an in-your-face example of money being completely fake, right? And homosexual
2: mm.
0: that it's a problem. So they haven't done it yet. I, I hope I hold out hope that they will. I think they probably will at some point but the problem is <clears throat> that that's that lays out two things for you there one the economy is just accounting there's no value the, like there's no value in it per se like it does it's not a it's not a reflection of value it's just counting numbers for the sake of balancing books like it is just a system that exists to balance itself like it's a game made up where the the sheet has to balance like you just have to and by balance I don't mean you have to be in the black I mean you just have to account for it all like it has to go it has to go somewhere it's just it's just like this crazy accounting game and then two, but then see, when you go that, when you jump over that shark, you also say, well, why, why even bother accounting? Why don't you just print a trillion dollars on a ferret? <laughs> you could. There's nothing stopping you. Because, see, it's the same as the key with the box. It's frog and toad with the cookies in the box they can open. Because you're the one that wrote the law that said you could put a trillion dollars on a platinum coin. Why don't? Why not on a copper coin? Why not on a zinc coin? Why not? Why on a coin at all? Just say, if the treasury treasurer, secretary treasurer, carves a numeric value into an oak tree, that is how much money he has. And you could do that, and it would be legally legal tender.
1: I I'm right? I'm convinced that Steve Mnuchin's wife has a trillion dollar coin that he minted for her, and they just take oh, it out and I laugh mean, at it and drink champagne.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Montgomery Burns had. Yep. He had the trillion-dollar coin, or the trillion-dollar bill that was printed by Eisenhower. Or no, who was it? Uh, yeah, I think anyway. it was Truman. Yeah, Truman. Uh, and he would just keep it in a, in a vault, like in a glass case and go look at it, until Castro stole it from him, that one episode. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I think that you... If you were the treasurer, you would definitely mint yourself a trillion-dollar coin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, so he probably has, but it just—it just shows, like, it gives the game away if they do that. Like it's that the the game is laid bare, like the rules of this game, which are really not rule. There are rules, but they're all nonsense rules, right? And. So that's what the platinum, thats what the trillion-dollar coin is about. I hope it comes true, and they do it. I think one day they will. I think one day we'll get to a Zimbabwe situation where we're just like, yeah, it's you know that loaf of bread is seventy quadrillion.
1: I bet. I bet like every president gets one. Because here's the thing: as long as you don't try to deposit it anywhere, it's not going to affect anything, right? So they can just—he yeah, like can just print whatever he money. wants. I'm a trillionaire. Yay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can't even use it. Like that's the that's the thing. Like it doesn't even mean anything. Like it's not it it really would only exist as like an accounting tool.
1: Right. You can't drop that sucker at Walmart and buy some corn pops.
0: Yeah, no, you can't put it in the Coke machine. Right. And then it and then it gives you there's not enough change. Right. So it gives the game away and that is um but the but the fact that it is just all account like it's it is just accounting for the sake of accounting, if that makes sense. Yeah, like that's what the GDP is. That's what the economy is. Cause like so like what is valuable and like because people conflate the money with the value. It, it isn't. Uh, There's, there's now. It's not unrelated. There is a conversion factor, but it's not. It's not a constant conversion factor, and sometimes it's not even present at all. So, like, take for example, Cardi B. Okay. Okay. Is WAP valuable?
1: I mean, it's made her money.
0: Right. It's made her money, but like, what is it for? What's it do? Like, it's not like, um, you can't eat it. It doesn't produce anything. It, you can't live in it. You can't wear it. And it's not even a good song. No. Right. It's not even, uh, what is, uh, well, so like, take like, um, Tesla. Tesla. A company which again, like Facebook and Twitter, makes no profit mm-hmm. zero they're always in they're always negative yet somehow so if money were if if you got money because you were valuable, that wouldn't be possible right that like you couldn't have a company continue to run that produced no that produced no excess mm-hmm in fact, like what mostly what Tesla produces is cars that are neat, but no one, but few people are actually willing to pay for. Few being like enough to make it worthwhile. Right, right. Uh, and then he makes, and then he makes imaginary space rockets, also to send those same cars imaginarily into space with a with a dummy driving them to go to Mars. Right, right. But what the system actually? So people make this mistake of thinking that money is equated to value. But actually, what what it is? Money is money. Rewards. Money. Money is money is a, is an indicator of attention and compliance. That's what money. That's what that's what like dollars. Represent it's like a t- it's like attention, like attention. The more eyeballs you have on you in general, the more easily money flows towards you. U.S. dollars, right? okay. The more, and the system of accounting, which is the GDP, which is the economy, is a tool for enforcing societal compliance into whatever system they're trying to shape. So like if your company, we talked about this last time or the time before, if your company toes the party line, they get free money. Right? They get bailed out if they they become quote unquote too big to fail. Yep. Right? If your company doesn't, if you're my pillow, you got to actually sell pillows and keep your customers happy. Now, he doesn't sell pillows cuz he's too busy trying to find the tunnels underneath Dulce airport base or whatever,
1: which is noble, noble goal.
0: It's a noble goal, but he's not, uh, Mike Lindell has not been focused on pillows lately, past year. I think it's fair to say. Sure. Um, he's had his attention drawn elsewhere and that attention where his attention was drawn is where his money and time went because that's, that's what the, that's what that is an indicator of. So like, Cardi B gets money, not for producing things that are valuable, but for attracting attention and for creating entertainment, quote unquote, that pushes the, the societal pushes the Babylon worldview. It pushes. And so that gets you the, that's how people get money. Right. Um, that, and, and so when you see that it is all it's all like an accounting game right but but well I think we just need to talk about six 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 because this all comes together okay there's a reason for all of this right um let's play the clip of Biden a couple of weeks ago coming right up whoa, 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 whoa. A thousand different questions, and they're all legit. I'm telling you, we're going to get this done. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter whether it's in six minutes, six days, or six weeks. We're going to get it done. Why is it so challenging Okay, six, 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 six minutes, six days, six weeks. Um. That sort of thing happens a lot in the public sphere if you pay attention. Most people don't pay attention. It's because they're too busy. And it's also a weird thing to look for if you don't have this mind set. But the number 666, six, six, po- politicians will have phrases where they, where they will talk about 6 three times. Um, it shows up in various laws. It shows up in various um symbols and culture, it shows it shows up all the time, and I don't think for the most part it is a conscious thing. I think it is just the way reality functions. So we all know that six X six is related to Mark of the Beast, Satanism, all of that stuff, right? Right. But do we know why? I don't know why. Do we do we know why? I've thought about this a while. Uh, I've researched this a bit, and I have some. I have some answers, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But um. So so. What is that? What where does it where does it come from? It's like six 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 is in Revelations, right, in the Bible, and it's talking about the beast and the like, the Antichrist, and all of these things which come up out of the sea and they have seven heads and ten horns and all this crazy imagery, right? Yeah. And then the writer says something to the effect: I don't know the exact quote. That here is wisdom. Let the reader uh, reckon the number of the beast for it is a human number and its number it is the number of a man, a human number and its number is six, six, six. Now, now, uh, you know about gematria, Yes.
1: Y- yes. It's a numerology thing, right?
0: It's a numerology thing. It's a Hebrew numerology thing. There's another one in Greek that you can do with. It's called like, um, Oh, I don't remember the name of it in Greek, but it's the same idea, Mm -hmm. which is that in most ancient languages, um, there was no different characters for letters and numbers. So, like, if we were to do that in English, A would be 1, B would be 2, C would be 3, and so on, right? To a point, what they would do is they go to 10, and then, like in Hebrew and in Greek, then they would say, uh, the 11th letter... Now, or the 10th letter now means 10, and then the 11th means 20, and the 12th means 30, and then the 20th would be 100, right? Right. And then you would you would go from there, and like, and then you could put them together, and that would be a number. So if you wanted to write 23, you would write the letter that was the 20th place, and then the letter for three, the, 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 like C. Okay. Right? And that's how that would work. And Gematria was this idea, <laughs> very popular- In ancient times, many of the church fathers explicitly interpreted the texts through this lens. Not something we do very much today. Maybe we should. But so uh, it was this idea that every word, every name also had a numerical value and vice versa. Every number had a name or a sound associated with it. And so there are actually two ancient manuscripts floating around of revelations. And they give two different numbers for the Mark of the Beast. 666 and 616. And so a lot of people have used this to conclude that this means that, and I think they're right to a, to an extent, 666 is, means uh, Emperor Nero of Rome. Okay. Because if you write... Nero Caesar um, in Hebrew, its Gematria name is 666. But, but there's a problem, which is the way that you do that um, is it, sort of it's 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 not correct Hebrew. It's Hebrew using like a Greek insert. Okay. Like a Greek a Greek way of pronouncing the name. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you don't do that, if you do it straight Hebrew, uh, Emperor Nero comes out or Nero Caesar comes out to 616. Okay. It's, it's almost like two different people. So like one person was copying it down and was like, oh, they did the grammar wrong. This is actually, this would actually be 616 if you pronounced it correctly. And then they just altered it. Right. Mm-hmm. So they were like thinking like, oh yeah, it's, it's Nero. And that's true. I think that's. I think that's correct. Like, certainly, the the beast has been connected with the great empires, the powers of the world, Babylon, uh, Rome. And I mean Nero, and yeah, you know, maybe...
1: the destruction of Jerusalem. A lot of that, right? A lot of that fits really nicely into the narrative of Revelation.
0: Exactly, hundred percent. So, um, but it's not. It's not just that. Right, it's not just that because one, it's symbolic of like the beast system, like Babylon, archetypal Babylon, which would be maybe Rome in its time, the British Empire in its time, maybe America now. Right, is this thing? Now, the interesting thing is in that in that uh, quote, this calls for wisdom. Let him who has understanding reckon the number of the beast. For it is a human number. Reckon, the word translated in English. As reckon is very accurately translated because reckon traditionally means to calculate. So, like, what they're actually saying is let him calculate the number of the piece. So he's giving you this and he's almost like, now you figure it out. It's like a riddle, right? Um, so it doesn't, but so it doesn't, so that it points to like Emperor Nero, but also it has a much larger connotation. Because Six is a human number. It's it's the number of man, because man was made on the sixth day. This was very symbolically understood in the in the past, like the sun and the moon, right? Or or light was was one because it was on the it was made on the first day. Okay, and so seven was the divine number because that was the the day on which God rests, right? Right, and six is the number of man. It's the end of creation. It's the end of the it's the end of work. It's the there's 6 days of work then a pause. And so when if you just simply view 666 as like this dark thing with with like heavy metal bands and black eye makeup you're not going to see it because it actually in practice presents as a very clean, a very immaculate, a very appealing concept. It has a big problem in it, right? So the, um, okay, so so there's there's six, which is the number of man, right? And six 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 is sort of like um, six on steroids. It's like a, it's like the trying Well, first of all, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a Trinity idea. And I know this sounds weird, but this is what the ancient people were thinking like, because they didn't geometry shapes, words, numbers that were all sort of viewed as the same. Okay. Because it was also, so like I said, there was numbers like we talked about on that one show, certain numbers were associated with different shapes based on the, the sum of their angles. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So like 18 would be a triangle. Because one eighty, if you just take off the zeros, is the number of is the number of some of the angles in that shape. So if you had a name that summed eighteen, you were the same as a you were the it was like your name meant triangle also, which is a crazy concept for us. Doesn't but this is how ancient people thought. So like six six six, and I and like an like an equilateral triangle, each angle is sixty. Right, which is why the Masonic triangle is always an equilateral triangle. One, two, three, six, six, six on each side. Um, also, <laughs> sixty. So, uh, it's it's it. But it's also symbolic, and I'm not making this up. This comes from like church fathers and stuff, because one of them, when when the the apocrypha serves as like, like the six one six problem. What happens is, eventually, someone comes along and is like, but this is the correct... Like, the Apocrypha helps you understand it, because the person changes it to, like, clarify what's happening. Okay. Right? Like, you wouldn't know about the Nephilim, what the Nephilim were from just the Bible. You need all the Apocrypha texts to understand what they're talking about, because they go through and they clarify, right? And that's what's happening. Like, so so the 616 really cements... Because you can get Caesar Nero from both of them. That's probably one of the people they were talking about. But one of the church fathers, I think it was Father... I don't remember his name. But he says, no, the the real number of the beast is 666. And that's been the tradition ever since. Um, Because his reasoning is thus. There were six days of creation, right? Then from creation to Noah were 600 days. 600 years, and then from Noah to the end of time, the end of what they thought when the end of the world would happen would be 6,000 years. 6,000, 600, and the six, so 666. Okay. Right? And that's how they, and that would be the fulfillment of, if the if work was completed in six days, the fulfillment of the great work would be completed in six thousand six hundred. 6 days. Right? Because what this what it is, this is why it's an accounting thing. This is why the GDP is accounting. This is why the economy is accounting. This is why you can just make up trillion dollar bills. Uh, it's the it's the it's the completion the B system is the completion of of work that leaves nothing out. It's a totalizing it's a system that wants to account for everything. It wants to um, leave nothing, like leave nothing to chance. It's a system without any faith at all. So, like the, the, like you can imagine, like there's there's the there's work, and then there's a pause where God just sort of says, like God doesn't isn't tired. He's just like, well, we made this. Let it roll. Yeah. See what it does. And in tradition, that's when. When he goes away for the day to rest and just let let creation go is when the serpent comes to Eve. Because you you let it go, and then sometimes it doesn't go good when you do that. But you have to do that in order for the thing that you made to be actually alive and have free choice. Because if you're just controlling everything all the time, uh, you didn't really make anything. Because a perfectly known future is the same as the past. Like it already happened. There is no future,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So it's this—it's this weird sort of mystical idea where, like, you have to make it, and then sort of close your eyes and just let it run, and then you can open them again and look. It's this—it's this sort of idea going on. So this—it's the work is without that pause. It's without like saying, "Okay, we did some stuff." Like when you make a garden, you. Do the work, you till, you plant, you see, and then you just have to let it be. And it has to grow on its own. Right. Now you can't force the plant to grow. You create the conditions in which it's favorable. You encourage it to grow, but you can't, and that's how like life works. Like that's like how growth happens is it just has to come of itself. But what if you didn't like that? What if you wanted to you didn't have that 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 pause. The, we're now okay, we did it and now it has to go. What if you didn't want to have faith that things would work out and you just wanted the six, to work. You just wanted to control everything, right? Um well, what you would get is uh a system which tried to account for all that there was in a very detailed way by marking it all and leaving nothing out, which Mm -hmm. is why the beast gives marks because everything has to be um, accounted for. This is why, this is why right now, like this is why I make a case that right now we, you can make a stronger argument that the current vaccine passports our mark of the beast than you could of anything in living memory. Yes. Right? Because yeah. of, because of this, um, cause we live in a culture obsessed with accounting for the margins, like all of the people on the outskirts, all of the things on the outskirts, like the, this is why, this is why the LGBT word letters keep expanding. Cause like, Oh, we didn't include that. We didn't include that. We didn't include that. We didn't include two-spirit people, asexuals, well, whatever. we we'd slam on more letters, add more colors to that crazy flag. Um, and then the, the only thing that is really... It's like, it's a world that's all about margins that has no center. It just wants to include... The only value is to include, is to account for all of it. You don't want anything outside the system. And the only sin is not wanting to be a part of the system. Yeah. That's the only sin, right? Because there is no sin other than the system is all encompassing. It includes everyone, all identities, all values. All The the only thing it can't handle is, is things that don't want to be inside of it, which is why that they, they have to outcast those who don't take the mark. Because... You can't, by definition, you can't be in the system and not be accounted for. The system is total. The system is all. The system does, has no faith, does not want to have Sunday where things just let it roll and you trust in the goodness of creation and the goodness of people to do the right thing. It has to, it has to make sure, right? It has to. This is why in Celtic tradition, you could. Divert the fairies by putting a maze over your house, or by um, having a bunch of uh, an intricate, like part of the Celtic knot patterns, mm-hmm. were so that you would confuse demons. <laughs> because the idea was demons basically had OCD or were OCD, and they had to they had to work out how the knot worked. Like if they came across something that was hard to count and account for, they would be they would have to focus all their energy on figuring it out. Like if you had a, one one tradition was just, you had a jar of sand in front of your door. And then if the demon came, they'd have to count all the grains. Cause they couldn't, and it would be like this impossible task. And it would occupy them doing that and not attacking you.
1: Interesting.
0: Because that is the spirit of the, of the, is it wants to, con, it wants to know, it, it doesn't want to leave any stone unturned because it's afraid if it does that, there's something under the stone that will bite them when they're not looking. See, they, it's a system completely without faith. So it has to account for everything. It needs an Internet of Things. It needs a World Wide Web. It needs, it needs you to be logged. It needs you to be tracked. Because you might, it's low chance, but you might be a terrorist. We don't know. You might be sowing discord about the system you might be you know not giving your fair share whatever that may mean in the moment uh even you know and we don't that could bite us that could that could hurt us it's a system born completely out of fear of the unknown and so it needs to know everything it needs to know all things um and so what happens is uh, if you pay attention, this number shows up a lot in the world um, in various ways. Like Biden saying six months, six weeks or six days.
1: World Economic Forum logo.
0: World Economic Forum logo. The Google Chrome logo. Yeah. If you look at that, is there six? now Now, the question is. Is this all conscious decision making i don't some of it certainly probably is a lot of it is probably not um like for instance um the uh well for instance uh bill the micro- not bill Gates but Microsoft uh took out a patent last year. Do you know this? They do a lot. But yeah,
1: they do a lot of patents.
0: <clears throat> this is a patent for, quote, this is what it described, quote, cryptocurrency system using body activity data. Okay. Here's the description. Human body activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used in a mining process of a cryptocurrency system. So <clears throat> I'm not sure what that could mean. Maybe like, um,
1: like your, if you do, y- your measured bodily movements provide random.
0: Yeah. It's mining. Okay. Doesn't that sound like hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're measured. You have to do this task and then you mine. you mine cryptocurrency. That sounds like, hell. okay. So a server and then continuing a server may provide a task to a device of a user, which is communicated, communicatively coupled to the server. A sensor communicatively coupled or comprised in the device of the user may sense body activity of the user. Body activity data may be generated based on the sensed body activity of the user. The cryptocurrency system communicates with the coupled device of the user, may verify the body activity data, satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system, and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. So that sounds like hell. That sounds like something terrible. That's like uh uh every time you put your fist in the air to make a black power fist, you get cryptocurrency, oh man <laughs> right they could you could do that, or like uh every time you every time you speak certain words, you get cryptocurrency every yeah. time you and if you don't, then maybe you don't get the cryptocurrency or maybe you get negative, maybe you get negative money, see, yeah. but again, it's just an accounting game um. Now, could this be, I don't know, connected to a vaccine passport system in some way? It certainly sounds like it. Have they described mRNA technology as a, quote, operating system for the body? Yes, they have. Because you can use it to write all kinds of things into your proteins.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially since the vaccine passport is in many places connected to apps, which are almost always called wallets, by the way. Their, like in Europe the, the 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 green health pass or whatever in like Canada and stuff is is created by companies that make crypto wallets
1: yeah and that's where your your health data apple's already announced that they're they're putting room in the wallet in the apple wallet for your right, health information right for your health data yeah mhm
0: so your your personal economy will be tied if this system goes through if this is their desire to your um, your bodily functions, which is not a good I don't think it's good, but see, they love it because that leaves no stone on, anything they can codify, anything they can mark, anything they can label, anything they can account for increases the GDP because the GDP is and the economy is just accounting. It's just accounting. that's all it is. It's not a measure of the productivity of goods and services produced by the population in the country. Not in any way is it that. It is how good are you at accounting and the places that are the best at accounting have the best GDP. This is why, quote unquote, backwards places like Africa, African countries don't have the best GDP because not everything is controlled. Right. As much. Yeah. Yeah. If you accounted for it all, you don't have to produce anything else, right? You just account for it. Like, the people in Africa, on average, have enough calories. They have places to live. But they, right, they're, they're like, the real value, like, the things that promote life and keep people alive are arguably better because they have more population growth. They arguably they have more in value of what it takes to live and grow and reproduce mm-hmm. which is what life is about but in terms of currency they are very poor because they can't or they don't choose to account for everything and that's all it is it's a system of accounting right now but here's the thing what do you think the, what do you think the patent number of that microsoft patent was
1: I'm guessing yeah. it had some sixes in it.
0: <laughs> it had some sixes in it. It was w o twenty twenty which is for the year zero six zero six zero six, and as we know in numerology, you can ignore the zeros, so it is just the tail end six 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 now so the the thing that could arguably be the patent for the mark of the beast technology is labeled six 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 now did someone do that? consciously i seriously doubt it i think it's just how the world works like like from the foundation of the world it had to happen this way or something like i think there are and consider what that might mean for things like free will and how like i think i think there might be like inflection points that must happen right so like god from the beginning of time has knowledge of the and he knows like he knows the major plot points that have to occur. But then how you get there, not that he doesn't know, but that's, you're sort of free to choose how you get to them. And how you get to them matters a lot. But, like, you will get to the time of your death one way or another. Whether you lived your life well and did good, you know, and then got there. Or you did poorly, but you'll end up at basically dying at the same time. Okay. In my opinion. Um, In most cases, you know, and, and, or in other major life events for you that have been planned out, like they'll just, you have to hit those, but then it's like there's, it's like you're playing in a band and there's a, there's a, there's some, there's the angels are keeping time and you have to hit the certain rhythm, like boom, like every, every fourth beat, you have to hit a thing, like, boom, boom. But in between is sort of like, you can choose that's how i sort of thread the needle of free will and fate right i think it's it's something like that okay so i think i think that that's just like the mark of the beast had to appear or has to appear on the thing which it, it is like it has to have that same number so if it's if this was the thing it has to have the sixes on it but then consider like the knock-on effects that means that, that means like if these numbers are assigned in order and they are, or randomly, maybe, I think, but that means 060605. That guy had to be influenced to file his patent at a certain time so that this one would be the sixth. And then all the way back into history, right? So it's if this is how it works, it's mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. You know, how that could happen. Um but again, let's look at another one, right? Okay, so as part of the proposed OSHA change that Biden spoke of, that would require 100 people, uh, companies of over 100 people to be vaccinated. Uh it is it is actually a change, it's a proposed change, which hasn't gone through yet, by the way. Um it's a proposed change to a 1970 section 17 law about OSHA, the Occupational Self, uh, Safety and Health Act of 1970. Um it has a subsection A uh, would be changed. So here are the changes: A would be changed by striking seventy thousand and inserting seven hundred thousand. These are fines listed. B uh, five thousand would be changed to fifty thousand. Subsection B seven thousand between seventy thousand. So basically, it's increasing the fines you pay to try and force people to comply because people might be like, ah, "I can handle seven thousand dollars, but not $70,000.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so. This provision would change existing laws related to OSHA's enforcement fines. Um, the very same section of law whose fines uh, OSHA was referenced in its healthcare worker bill. Now, this law was written in 1970, but what was the number of that law? 29 USC 666. Oh. So, see, do you see, like, if, if it happens this way, there's an organizing principle causing the dominoes to fall in a certain manner that is so complex it is completely beyond our ability to reckon which is why i think ancient cultures recognized this they saw these patterns happen and so they would do things like divination where they would try to read tea leaves like see how things because they believed there was this organizing force things were falling according to dominoes were falling so maybe if you drop things like tea leaves, or you drop you scattered feathers, or you watch birds fly, you could, like, glimpse it. You could, like, maybe catch a glimpse of, like, oh, there's the pattern. Right?
1: So, okay, so, like, the controlling pattern that is prevailing in an area, or over a person, or over a time, is going right, to drop yeah. clues. Yeah. Okay. And I think
0: that works. Like, I think people, there are people today practicing, like, geomancy and stuff who can give you Interesting predictions that often come true. Not many of these people exist today, but they're there. And um, so the idea being, whatever the organizing principle is, if you introduce some randomness into it, the randomness will, before it settles, like if you throw tea leaves or you throw dice, this is casting lots, right? You throw dice or whatever. The randomness will, before it settles, conform to the pattern. It's like it's like the bit.
1: the sand table thing where you you put a speaker under a table and exactly. throw a bunch of sand on it. Perfect analogy. Depending on the frequency it will produce different patterns reliably.
0: Perfect analogy. So it's like how do we see the frequency throw sand. They literally it's like throw sand. See where it lands. We're on like a giant vibratory thing and it will th- it will show you the pattern and then you can have a better idea about what is going on and what the future may hold. And, and so I when you that,
1: when you see people or institutions or whatever throwing out six 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 patterns, pay attention to that. Is that is that sort of yeah
0: ex- exactly? Like yeah. when when you see this pattern continue to recur, you, you then like maybe that's happening for a reason, you know. And I don't like I said the pattern is very complex. I can't give you exactly what's going to happen. I can't make firm predictions. I'm just saying keep your eyes open. Because this is a little bit beyond coincidental. Like for instance, Bill Gates, guy pushing the thing, in ASCII two. If you type Bill Gates the Bill Gates III, in American Standard Code for Information Exchange ASCII two, or ASCII rather, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Gates the third adds up to six six six. As does Bill Gates' son. They both add up to six six six. Uh, like in Biden's campaign slogan, and I don't want this to be an anti Biden rant, like I just, uh, but whatever, he's just this old guy with dementia doing weird things. But, um, remember that thing he had uh, 2020, and then it said, if you want to get involved, text, uh, text to number 30330. Remember this? Yeah, it's there, he had these signs 2020. Okay. Yep. Well, if you if you take if you take the if you take the um uh 2020 and you div- and you were to divide or you and divide by 666 you would get like 30.33. You get the same number that was on that board. Oh
1: weird. Okay.
0: Right? And yeah. like I don't I doubt seriously people did that on purpose. Maybe someone did. But um okay. In Ireland, abortion was made legal on December 20th, 2018. Right? By the end of the year 2019, in the year 2019, Ireland then performed exactly 6,666 abortions.
1: Ew, man.
0: Right? But see, like see what must be happening like if that's so, there are patterns influencing our lives well beyond our comprehension like like crazily beyond like like if if what i'm saying is any grain of truth to it and maybe it isn't but um if you do dramontria in english which is quite of questionable validity because we don't have a ten system in place like where the 11th letter is then 10 and then the 12th is 20 or whatever
1: uh-huh
0: but if you just do 1 through 26 Corona, right, adds up to sixty-six, and Corona has six letters, right? Uh, The Walt Disney logo, sort of, if you look at it, is like a because it's written that weird cursive way. Mm -hmm. Looks like a six, and then the D is like a backward six, and then they write Y in a weird way, so it looks like a six. Um, the the recent anti-racism and public health act of twenty twenty one, House resolution, hits HR. Is HR six six six, right? So uh, you see this over and over again. Like I said, the Google Chrome logo. Um, the this is probably the most. This is probably one of the more blatant ones. I think this. This has a great video of a little church lady at some sort of convention talking about this. The Monster Energy drinks. Have you seen this? No. Lady. She's sitting there. She's sitting there. She's got a package of market, m- Monster Energy, and she's clued into this. She's like seen it in the packaging somehow. Like she was just like walking through, and was like,
1: <gasps> and, okay,
0: and and she's giving this like. She's like, and then she's like a little church lady sound. She's just going off like me, and it's 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 hilarious, but also she's true. She's hundred percent right. Like Monster Energy, first of all, their motto is "Unleash the Beast," right? Yeah. Okay. But those three claw marks, you know, on the can? Uh-huh. Those are exactly. It's not even a squint. It's if you know Hebrew, those are exactly the Hebrew letter Vav.
1: Oh, uh, which is the 6th letter.
0: Which is the 6th letter. It's 666. Six, like to a person reading Hebrew, if you, you didn't if you just covered up the English around it, it's like that's his 666. Six. It's not even not even close.
1: And and the motto is unleash the beast.
0: (laughs) the motto is unleash the beast. Wow, man. And and so, like, now, also, and this is a little, I know this has been, like, every barcode has the mark of the beast on it. All of them forever, all time. What? I know. Now, people familiar with this conspiracy right now are shouting, debunked, debunked, debunked. Because it's a theory that's been around since the barcode was invented and was first used. And people have been debunking it for just as long. But let me just get ahead of you and say, not really debunked. Depends on how you look at it. So the barcode as exists today was invented by Joe Woodland and George Lawer, which I have trouble saying for some reason, who were employees at IBM in the golden era of IBM, you know, back when it was like Tesla or Amazon. Yeah. Also a company of questionable profits, even though they (laughs) controlled everything. Yeah. Uh, and keep in mind, the mark is used as a thing to buy and sell because on whose inscription is this coin and whose, whose picture and inscriptions on this coin, it's, it's give to Caesar what Caesar's like. This is the, the coin, the currency, the accounting is how that is what the demons do because they lack faith totally and they're scared of anything under the rock that might get them. They have to account for everything. They need total control. The accounting is the system, right? So that's why that's why uh, it's used to... That's why the means of enforcement is preventing the buying or selling. That's why it has to be that. So barcodes have two parts, more or less. There's a front section and a back section containing different kinds of information that can be assigned to the product. So, like, you can use the front... You can use it to assign any information you want, but, like, let's just imagine uh, the front... Section of the barcode is used to for the the manufacturer, and the back is for the specific item. So, like this is from this is from Nest, this is from Nestle, and it's Oreos, or it's Nestle and it's Nesquik, mm-hmm. right? And it's this specific brand, and then you would scan it, and your thing would be like in our store, we charge this much for that, and it would pop on up on the register, right? Yep. Okay, so in order for the laser to pick up where the barcode is. It needs three lines or three lines. So it needs a front line that tells it where the start is, an ending line that tells it where it, is, it stops. It needs a middle line, middle section to separate those two parts. Now, technically, okay, um, technically, those bars are not scanned as numbers in the computer. Okay. Because they're just used as guide marks. However, they are the same width of blackness bars separated by the same width of white bars as are the number six in barcode. Ooh. So so visually, to the human eye, if you know how to read barcode, and I knew a man who had taught himself how to read barcode um, visually. That's impressive. He was that, he was that yeah. kind of person. Um. And you were to cover up the bottom, like, because what they do is they extend a little too far down. The guide bars, they go a little below the other bars, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how it separates them. But if you were to cover that up, it just visually would look, it looks like 666, like beginning, middle, end in all of them. So take that for, like the scanner, it's true, doesn't register 666, but visually it appears as sixes.
1: That's wild. Does that
0: count? I don't know. But the the theory is it it isn't debunked outright. It's now George Lawler, the guy that invented the barcode. He had this to say on it. He said, "All this is pure bunk," says he said, "and is no more important than the fact that my first, middle, and last name all have five. I'll have six letters." <laughs> And I was like, (laughs) George, I don't know it's the best (laughs) counter-argument if you really understand what's going on here. I don't know it's the best counter-argument. So his only point is I didn't do it on purpose. Right. And that's what people think. Like, they think it has to be purposely done. But there are forces at work on you and in the world that, like, make it so the law used in 2021, which was passed in 1970, has 666 on it. Like, there's... There are forces way beyond our comprehension, guiding human affairs. So, and and as, there is as this free per, will.
1: As this particular force is like moving, uh, moving according to its purposes, it's throwing off these six six sixes. Like yeah, like, it's just like because they have
0: to fall. And it's not even like it's not even like throwing off. I mean, it is throwing off six six, six sixes, but I think it's I think it's even more crazy. I think it's like. It's like the pattern of an isot of an equilateral triangle, or something crazy. Like it's like that pattern is like going through, and it's just like because that's there, it plays out as six. It's it's something crazy like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: if you could see with the eyes of angels, you would see this amazingly textured melody of creation of all these vibratory frequencies of protons, and they're playing out, and they're all playing a harmonious sound with discord thrown in. Like, there are angels playing off, the demons are playing off on purpose. But, God, the master conductor, this is what Tolkien was talking about in his creation myth, of was that he wrote for Lord of the Rings, was that that happened, and the evil character, the evil demon, was purposely singing off key, and the master conductor was then using his free will to sing off key to then weave it in so that it still sounded good. Oh, right. It still made a beautiful picture in the end, even though he had chosen to sing off. And so that's what you do. That's what we can do. Like there are the inflection points in the, in the grand song that must occur. And then we, but how you get there is up to you and it matters how you get there. Like it affects you. It affects so there is free will, but there's also like these things going on that are so um probably wouldn't it's it's almost impossible to like talk about. It's so complicated. It, it, and, it, and it has to be, you know. But all right, numerically, let's look at 666. Okay, like just as a number, the mathematical significance. So there's a there's a number. Well, first of all, there's a number called the golden ratio. You've heard of this, I'm sure, listener. You've heard of this, Smokestack.
1: Yes, with the, the rectangles. Ratio, it's yeah. also
0: called the, the divine proportion. It was called mm-hmm. the divine proportion because it was before it was called the golden ratio, and it's represented by the Greek letter phi. Okay, so the golden ratio pops, over, pops up over and over again all over nature all the time. It's in flowers, it's in trees, conch shell spirals, in your own human anatomical proportions. It's like the default ratio of nature. So... Briefly, imagine you have two links, A and B, right? So A and B are in divine proportion if A plus B is to A as A is to B. Or mathematically, if A plus B over A is equal to A over B, A plus B, if parentheses A plus B over A, A parentheses A plus B, close parentheses over A, is equal to A over B, um, then that's the golden ratio. Okay. And that's like the length of your arms compared to your legs, it's like the width of your eyes compared to the spacing of your ears. It's all over. It happens like this is how things happen. This is the Fibonacci sequence mm-hmm. because the Fibonacci sequence goes zero, one, one, two, three, five. So every so like five is the next sequence because the previous two were three and two, and three and two equals five. Then eight because three and five equals eight. Then thirteen because five and eight equals thirteen. So it's the the next number is the sum of the previous two numbers. Okay forever right um like i said faces have this divine ratio both human and non-human faces um flowers have it flowers pretty much only have petals in the numbers of the fibonacci sequence so they may have two or three or five or eight like clovers and lilies have three except for the odd four-leaf clover buttercups have five uh, the chicory flower has 21 which is one of the Fibonacci sequence. And there are other flowers which have 34 or 55. But they pretty much, flowers in general, have can only seem to have um, the number of petals in the Fibonacci sequence, which is crazy, but true. Galaxies we see through telescopes in, in the arrangement of the stars follow this ratio. Hurricane spirals match the Fibonacci sequence. DNA. The DNA molecule measures thirty-four micrometers long by twenty-one micrometers wide, which are both numbers in the Fibonacci sequence. Thirty-four and twenty-one are if you the ratio of them is the golden ratio, one point six one nine. Oh wild. It's, it's all over. It's it's everywhere. Like if you want to measure things in nature which are harmonious and work together, you can bet pretty solid money they will be operating and that's another example of this patterns like so this ratio is like there and then life is conforming to it right even though you can't see it it's like this invisible pattern okay so if that's the divine proportion in the cosmos the created order is established by the, that number what do we do? what what about what about 666 then 666 well and this may seem a little convoluted to you but it's not really if you if you have looked at um because remember, I talked about triangles. This is like the triangle and the six, 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 the three of them. Uh, if, if, and if you're a little familiar with numerology, this doesn't sound as arbitrary. Um, the sine of six hundred and sixty-six degrees and the cosine of six times six times six degrees is the same. They're the same number, right? Which is minus point eight zero nine one six nine nine four three. Seven so if you add the sine remember these are triangle functions like mm-hmm. the the um uh, what is it uh, the sine is the hypotenuse over the uh, whatever and the cosine the other with the adjacent right so the if you add the sine of six 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 plus the cosine of six times six times six same number and if you add those together you get minus one point six one. 803 you get the you get the negative golden ratio exactly ooh to, okay. to and to apparently infinite digits it's like the inverse of the golden ratio it's like the exact negative
1: it's the now, negative uh,
0: golden ratio is
1: is the the procedure you went through to arrive at the inverse of the golden ratio is that is that a procedure that's used for things? I mean, is that
0: yeah something
1: you do? In yeah, it's math? like a I mean, it's... I
0: don't... well. I mean, it is if you understand that in numerology, the six, 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 and six times six times six are symbolically the same. Okay, right? Yeah, I just wanted um, a,
1: I wanted a, a coherent reason to do the procedure. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's hard. To, yeah, but yeah, and so that's now. Now, also interestingly, uh, and people that are gamblers probably know this. 666 shows up in the roulette wheel. The European one, not the American one. Because the American one has two zeros and the European one has one. The Monte Carlo roulette wheel. So the Monte Carlo roulette wheel has 37 slots, 0 to 36. So you include the 0, you get 37, right? Uh, And it was invented by a guy named François Blanc. And there's a legend surrounding him, passed around by gamblers. It is said he made a deal with the devil... For the secrets of roulette, because the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel, 0 plus 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5, all the way to 36, add to 66. Mm. Right? And it does that because um again going to this triangles thing, this 666 is itself a what is known as a triangle number. So which it's probably not familiar with. It's one of these things mathematicians play with. Um, Like people that do numerical analysis and stuff, like just figuring out like the weird patterns that are in numbers. Yeah. But uh, triangle numbers are are like, so it's basically, it's this this concept, you're like, what does that even do? But it's a thing that's been around forever. Um, If you just have the points of a triangle and then you add more triangles by... Making that same. This is hard to explain, but you have a you have three points, right? So three is a triangle number, right? Okay. Well, then, if you wanted to make a bigger triangle, keeping the same spacing of points, then you would need um, that triangle. Then you need one at the bottom. Then you'd inverse one for the middle of the next row, and then you flip it back over. Sound reasonable? Is this the thing that uh,
1: Chad Wolf posted yeah. to us the other day? Okay. So if you if you have a, I'm drawing this out. Yeah, you you put one circle on a piece of paper, and then beside it, to the right, you put two circles on top of each other. That's going to make a triangle composing of three points. And then if you go to the next to space to the right, and do three circles on top of each other, that's going to make a triangle uh, comp- composed of six points. And then if you and you just continue on, so um, the first number in the triangle is three, and the second number is six. And the mm-hmm. pattern goes on from there. Is that what you're is that what you're talking about? Correct. Okay.
0: Correct. And and that and 666 is a triangle number, which is if you if you really think about it's why the roulette wheel sums to that also. But so triangle numbers show up again. What's the main actual practical application? People have been thinking about triangle numbers for ages, right? Um, but just playing around with them, but they haven't actually had a use until networking, computer networking. Oh. Right. Uh, a fully connected network of N computing devices, so N is the number, requires the presence of triangle number N minus one tables or other connections. That's like a, that's, like this is how like we have in computing devices. How many co- connect cables or connections do we need? We well, need the triangle number in. So if you have, if you have four computing devices, you need the fourth triangle number minus one, So You need the third triangle number. Make sense. Okay. So if I have f- five computing devices, n minus one is four. So I need the fourth triangle number, cables, and that's that's um, it shows up in things like that. Also, when you draw them out graphically. Uh, the fifth triangle number gives you the shape of the pentagram. This is Ooh. all, and I know that some people are like, "This is," but this is. But I'm telling this; these patterns are there, and they're playing out. And the reason these things show up over and over again in math, in music, in creation, in politicians' words, in patent numbers is because there is like a there is like a timekeeping, like a four four beat, boom, like, that's playing. Causing things to fall to it, just like your example of sand on a speaker. Like it just is shaking it down. Now you get to choose where you fall in that pattern. So if you got a beautiful pattern of sand because of the speaker making a sound, you can choose where you are in it, but you have to be in it somewhere. Right? And that's I think that's sort of how free will and fate go together. I'm not claiming that for certain, but it's 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 something it's something there. So in anyway, all this to say, the system is about accounting, and that's what that's what it gets money to. It's not about value, it's not about who produces things that are useful or good, it's about it's about accounting and conforming to the accounting. And that's why you can print trillion dollars, because it doesn't matter as long as the books balance. Because the only thing that matters to the demons, and to those that follow them, is that we control things because they might hurt us if we don't. That's what it, that's what it, and that's what Nero, that's what Caesar Nero was about. That's why he was a tyrant, because he was afraid, right? And that's what all, that. that he, so he's some, he's archetypal of the man who is the, the the bearer of the beast system and that that so, attitude
1: has really been on display um, over the past year and a half as, yes. as the people trying to exercise control over others are the people that are the most afraid and that, yeah. that that scales down from the people you know trying to make you get vaccinated even though you don't want to get vaccinated all the way up to to the leaders of the nations of the world
0: hundred percent and it's exactly so right and so and that happens when people people can let things ride you can have sunday you can have the rest day you can have the day where you close your eyes and don't worry about it when they believe in god when they believe that there isn't a greater organizing pattern that will cause things to go toward the right the good the beautiful and the true when they don't believe that, when they don't have faith in that, they will attempt to control everything. Now, the irony is they're still falling in that grand pattern because the divine song master, the divine conductor is weaving their choices into the pattern anyway. That's the irony. Like, you don't get out of it, you just live in it in hell. Like, you live in the, you live in the, depression of the pattern at the very bottom of the deepest pit of it you don't have to but you know if you if you want to you can so that's what 666 is about and that's why you should be careful be be thinking about like it's not what you think it it's not like this it's not guys in black eye makeup playing heavy metal it's It appears as like we're going to, Satan appears as an angel of light. that's what this, it's like AI, we're going to make this God out of a machine. And it's going to account for everything, the internet of things. Then there won't be any surprises anymore. And we can control it all. And you don't have to die. And we can live forever. And it's, it's the completion of work without, I see, see that that actually cannot work. Because you need the space, you need the seventh day, you need the rest, just like music needs rest notes. Otherwise it becomes incoherent, like then the pattern falls apart. And so that the pa- this will fall apart, but it can cause a lot of pain as it collapses. Merry Christmas. It's a happy message to end on. <laughs> I felt everyone learned a lot today.
1: It was very did we, informative. Did, did
0: we learn a lot, listeners? Oh, you know what, listener? Listen, I want to, you need to do something, listener. Are you prepared? Yes, yes, I'm okay, prepared. Okay, I want you to right now pause the show. Wait, now, not right now. Wait till I tell you what to do, because that would make no sense. When I say pause, next, not now. When I say it next, do it and then do the thing. You need to send a a link to this show to one friend of yours on your phone app and just you go to the and you click, click copy share and you share it with somebody who you think would enjoy the podcast because uh, and i know this is annoying to ask for but we've discovered that the reason podcast people do this is because that's one of the primary ways you share the podcast uh so ready pause and now you're back. Now you're back, and I hope you did it. I hope you did it. And, that, and thank you for doing it.
1: Thank you. We're going to thank assume you for, that you did. And thank you for sharing the yeah, show. Yeah, we're with going your to friends. assume
0: you did. If you didn't, then give our thanks back. <laughs> we'll pause for that too. Ready? Pause. All right, we receive our thanks back. Yep. Unpause. Uh yes, and everyone, uh, try to if try. You know what you should also do. If you didn't do that, you can make it up to us by subscribing to the Saint Nicholas Project on Gumroad because we're trying to put those out more often now. We put out four this week. That's pretty good.
1: You've been cranking on on the Saint Nicholas Project.
0: I, I, I want to give people their value. Now the Saint Nicholas Project, as I said, it's a way to support the podcast. That isn't just straight donations on Patreon cuz I find that a little weird. I want to just give people something for their money. So, uh it, but it's a more intimate podcast. It's not as not as uh shorter. It's like 15-20 minutes, sometimes 25. I think I went to 25 one this week. Where we I just talk about I talk about something a little more a little more uh a little more focused topic. Just a little just a little they're still good, I think. I think they're still uh, they're still interesting for most people. They're still like good ideas. Um, you know, I'm not going to say my ideas are good. They're ideas, but um, uh, it helps it helps the podcast tremendously, and we thank you so much for it. And it, it help it it actually helps you not be uh, the inverse of the divine proportion. Did you know that? <laughs> if you sign up, there's a lot of benefits to actually, this thing. You're actually less likely to take the mark of the beast. A lot of people don't know that. There's a fringe benefit. Um, is that true? It could be. It could be. I'm not. I'm not claiming for certainty. It is. But it it may it may save you from hell. We don't know. Who knows?
1: Hey, while well, while we've got a little time left on the show, I I actually have a third clip prepared. Did you? Um, Did I,
0: what was the third clip?
1: Well, Did you I don't know. You don't know. You don't know about this. Oh, so, it's a secret clip. Uh, it's a secret clip. So, okay, I, but listening. the BBC has done something really nice Wait, for all did? of us. The BBC this week. Uh,
0: I thought you said the QVC. And no, I was like, oh, the The British interesting.
1: Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. Um, really cares about you. And and apropos of, of really nothing going on in current events, uh, big, you know, big world happenings, um, big stories, big controversies, n- not having to do with any of that. They just wanted you to sort of be aware of this, of this thing uh, that that could happen to you. And, oh, you and sent me
0: this, and I meant to, and I tried to watch it, but I waited so long they would pulled it from YouTube.
1: Well, now yeah, well I I ripped the audio. So
0: good. <laughs> this was a, this was like a BBC commercial.
1: It, it's a segment that they did, and yeah. uh, but apropos of absolutely nothing. Now this don't try okay. to make any weird I- connections here. I haven't heard
0: anything of this yet because I tried to watch it, so I'm... uh, Fresh ears. Let's Okay,
1: so this just stands on its own. Here we go.
2: My name is Jem O'Reilly. At 16 years old, I was diagnosed with a heart condition, which means I have to be really careful with my health. Activities such as running could be dangerous, potentially causing sudden death for someone like me. And I am not alone. They found out that I had an undiagnosed heart condition that could easily send my to over 250 beats per minute. Finn's heart condition nearly killed him after going on a bike ride. He was going grey, and I remember thinking, okay, I think I'm gonna be calling an ambulance here. I tried to count his heartbeat, I I couldn't even count it. It was going that fast. Luckily, Finn's condition was identified early, and he was given the right medical care. But many people don't know they have these type of heart conditions. Every week in the UK, 12 young people die from an undiagnosed heart condition like mine. That equates to 600 young people per year between the ages of 14 and 35. This is something the charity Cardiac Risk in the Young wants to change by screening every young person across the country for potential heart conditions.
0: We've never accepted that as a society
1: we should just sit back and see fit and healthy young people dying suddenly from undiagnosed conditions and to do nothing about that. And we know that screening can prevent up to 89% of these sudden deaths. That's what
2: the research has shown. If I wasn't told, I might not be here for this interview. Often we only hear of these conditions when a tragedy happens, like the recent cardiac arrest of Christian Erikson or the well-known incident of Fabrice Mwamba. Cardiac risk in the young saw a huge spike in calls following the collapse of Christian Eriksen on the pitch and they're now dealing with a backlog of more than 50,000 people who want to have their hearts tested. To be diagnosed with a heart condition is not the end of the world. It is a step towards understanding your potential and your limitations. Under the careful supervision of the heart unit at the Royal Brompton Hospital, I've been able to manage my condition and I've been given the sign off to run 10 kilometres.
1: Hi Jam. Shall we go in? See you in there? Yeah, very well.
2: Finally. Okay, do you want to come in. Why are you confident in me doing long distance running?
0: Nothing in life is without risks, but I'm confident that we have made a very personalized plan for you. We've taken everything to account to measure your risk and also to reduce your risk. And we've discussed the risks of exercise against the harms of not exercising for your physical health and also your mental well-being. And so I'm happy that you understand those risks and benefits and that we've done everything we can to to support you in doing this uh, safely.
2: It may not be the London Marathon, but for those with heart conditions like mine, it's our marathon. Jem O'Reilly, BBC London.
1: Okay, now you paranoiacs out there might completely inappropriately ask... Why? The British government, via a charity, wants to screen the entire population of young people for undiagnosed heart conditions.
0: You might wonder that all of a
1: sudden. You might, you? you might feel the temptation to make certain connections to something happening this year, uh, but that would be inappropriate. And uh, you should not indulge in, in such ridiculous, shameful, conspiracy mongering. We
0: are not saying that anything that people may have took into mm-hmm. their bodies. No. Could have that have possibly would... caused heart conditions. Right. To start cropping up in unreasonable numbers.
1: Because the BBC Almost. did not mention anything about no. that, that thing that you might be thinking about.
0: No, it wouldn't. But, yeah.
1: They also so, didn't specify any of the conditions either no which is a little strange but but not at all suspicious
0: not at all suspicious um yeah man, it just don't i I mean i get not going along with babylon is is a problem is it causes trouble but it's don't don't go along with babylon don't go along with babylon it's not it won't there's not, there's no, you know, there's no easy way out here, and the, that's okay.
1: the The attitude of "I refuse to participate in this" is very important right now.
0: Yeah, now you will be unaccounted for,
1: right? And, and they, they hate they that.
0: Will, yeah, they'll try to push you out. But you know, whatever, man. You just, um, it, I mean, I'd rather do that than have have to like, um, have a have a thing that measures my twerking to give me bitcoin (laughs) i mean that's what that sumo's twerking for bitcoins i mean it's so totally possible.
1: that's almost as dignified as podcasting
0: almost almost but we are just as rung above them
1: Did you get any followers on Twitter last night? No, that's good.
0: I tempted Twitter as like, give me more followers, and I'll show you new patches of smokestack skin. And no one took the bait. No
1: one took the bait. Well, Nobody. they they, they know mean, they know it's not understand. worth
0: it. <laughs> you have a very smooth skin. That's a bad deal. <laughs> it's like it's like poured marble. <laughs>
1: the <laughs>